Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. My name is Morten Hake and this is the place where we'll talk about the stuff that's going to make you remember who you really are. Let's go. Hey guys and welcome to the 26th episode of the New Paradigm Podcast. Today I am fortunate to have Jan Bück with me. What's up Jan? Hi Martin, how are you doing? Very good, thank you, how are you? Oh, I'm very well. I'm really looking forward to catching up with you again. It's It's been a while. It's been a long while. We just figured out that uh, last time we chatted on Skype was three years ago. Yeah. And well, it, maybe we had a small altercation on, on Facebook, but probably. we didn't uh, talk face-to-face for two and a half years. Wow. And it's gone by in a jiffy. I, it's, it, it really has. I've been, <laughs> personally, I've been focused on uh, getting my shit together in my life and different areas that I'll talk about. And, but I also want to know what you've been up to. Cool. And yeah, also, I think we can get a bit clearer on that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, uh, I also want to reach, I think a lot of listeners um, don't necessarily, who aren't necessarily in this conversation. Uh, so if you would like to share how you bumped into the three principles in the first place, I think that's a, a cool way to start. Yeah, maybe it is. And um, one of the reasons is because it was through you, which is uh, which is really cool and uh, which is why it's so great to be back here. Um, your podcast, the one that I'm speaking on now, was actually one of the first sources of material of, um, of this understanding that, uh, you know, really got me curious and, and really had me listen all the episodes of your podcast that wow. were available so far. That's amazing. Uh, and, and not only once, but but several times, because there was just something in it, in that conversation, in the way people talked about their lives and their experiences and their changes they made and how they made it. That was so much more aligned with how I felt I was navigating through life as opposed to, you know, getting more discipline, getting more motivation, getting your shit together, like, like you said before. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I look back at it now, it's it's been basically a, a transformation from thinking I need to get my shit together into, well, all, all shit is made up anyway, so, right. so, so, so no need to collect it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's it's when I started this whole thing, I was I was really suffering because I just went through a through a horrible breakup with my with my girlfriend ex girlfriend, and um, I was just slowly getting more and more miserable and depleted about what I was doing in life. So um, I, I see the breakup more as a result of me losing a bit of spark and interest and motivation in in what i was doing so uh, when when that breakup finally happened it it wasn't just the biggest pain that i felt in my life but i also used it as a wake-up call as a wake-up call to 
I don't want this to happen again. And even though I didn't really know what it was and what was wrong and what was the issue, I made an effort to find out and to, um, to get myself in a better place, however that would look like. So at the time, you didn't uh, necessarily see that uh, the breakup was a result of your state of mind, but your state of mind was a result of the breakup or not? Right. That, this took me about three months until I finally got that it was the other way around, actually. Mm. But yeah, when it happened, I, it felt like, of course, she was causing it. You know, the right. breakup was causing it. The, the circumstances in which this all happened was causing it. And, uh, you know, if you believe that, then uh, things get a little harder. Oh, so Even though I can totally understand that it, you know, that, that people uh, think it is like that. Because yeah. it, it, it really does. It really looks like it. So um, I'm I'm quite glad actually that it only took me three months to get over it. Three months to to deeply realize that um, you know how I felt was had nothing to do with her, absolutely nothing. And um, that came in in February of 2015, and overnight everything everything changed and it came as a result of me immersing myself in that conversation which your podcast made a made a great contribution to mm -hmm. and um, by just listening to people who have had similar insights around where our experience comes from where feelings come from what what a trickster thought is and what we've got going for us every each and every one of us um, that just made so much sense that I couldn't help but listening more and reading more and immersing myself in it more. Maybe because I was suffering and maybe because I felt like, oh, I need to do something to get out of it. But um, I, was, I was hugely rewarded. Mm. That's amazing. It's so, so cool and inspiring to hear. I'm humbled, you know, because this podcast is something that I I jumped on doing. Uh, I decided it when I was in Spain, living, uh, visiting my mom and stepdad. I was I remember I was on the beach there, and I listened to Michael Neal and Jamie, of course, and kind of in, uh, deepening my understanding. And and at a certain point, I just realized that. Morten, you have the ability to, to reach a lot of people. You have the ability to, uh, you love to host. I, I, I love to host and I've done like conferences and I'm a type of networking guy. So a podcast would be perfect. Um, so I just decided it there and then. And uh, it's been quite an amazing journey. Quite an amazing journey. So when you say, <laughs> when you say what you do, it really gives me. I feel I resonate with that, and then I I remember the confidence I I had creating these uh, these episodes, and and um, yeah, I'm inspired to continue doing it. Simple as that. I had Julian Freeman here uh, in my apartment a couple weeks ago, and. And to be honest, the last couple of years has been a challenge for me, um, jumping back into the hamster wheel and, uh, and having to get a, a couple jobs and sorting a few things out. And my dad died and a, a, a couple other different stuff. So 
um, very easy to blame <laughs> my circumstances for my moods and like my 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 challenging feelings, I guess. Um, yeah, he was here. We had a great conversation. I really felt the vibe of being in this conversation again. And I don't know, it's just this underlying love that I uh, have seen in this community that I cannot unsee, that I cannot, like every single person I met in this community are contributing wholeheartedly to the next person. You know, there's eye contact, there's this feeling of of love and un- a willingness to understand other uh, people um yeah cuz i was i had a tough time i was i was i was really down and it wasn't i even blamed the whole three principles community for for <laughs> for uh killing my ambitions you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> which is not true at all um um, I was just super confused, but he was here. And then Julian said at one point during a dinner we had here, he just said to me, <clears throat> to me really, it's just about um, making peace with what is. Yeah. And that sentence in that moment, to me, that just blew my mind. And it was right after I had, I felt I had vented, if that makes sense. I had uh, kind of, I felt like I had finally someone in my living room that I could just tell everything to that mm-hmm. understand uh, my thoughts because I had so much cluttered thinking about so much stuff uh, that seemed completely alien to a normal person, like literally alien, like, <laughs> really <clears throat> um, just sound sounds like I was in a dream and we are in a dream so 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 telling telling it to him I remember in the car when driving him back I felt like oh yeah that's a person I could understand and then he said that sentence you know to me it's just about just you know just seeing uh, what is yeah in the moment and not struggling with it, not forcing. And what I think is important to point out at that point, when we are talking about being okay with what is, because I totally agree that this is the, the stuff that, that freedom is made of. You know, it's, it's always our resistance to something that causes the suffering, not the, not the suffering itself. But that being okay with what is, isn't a kind of, um, you know, I'll make myself. You know, <laughs> right. I, 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 I try to believe it. I'm practicing being okay with, with, with what is. Yeah, no. But it's more a result of, you know, seeing that, um, yeah, that, that we're caught up in an illusion of thought. And we can convince ourselves of anything you know, I can convince myself of the greatest bullshit and I can also convince myself of, of I don't know, cool stuff or things that I like to think are cool. Um, it's just the ability that we can be convinced by our, our, you know, perceptual reality, which ultimately comes from us, 
or that we can convince ourselves that things have to look a certain way. You know, no, it has to be like this. Mm. And and for me, what this understanding offers is um, a new perspective on the things that we're already experiencing. And, you know, it allows us to, to, to peek behind the curtains to see that, you know, on the one hand, we have our experience of life. And on the other hand, we have what's, what's happening. Mm. And, and the more we see that they are actually not related at all, you know, we can have any experience with every circumstance mm. um, that um, helps tremendously in um, yeah, living a, a happier and more fulfilled life, at least in, in my experience. That's so true. It's so spot on. Would you, um, how have you seen this in your life? Well, you know, whenever our moods drop, whenever our state of mind drops, mm. old, at least that's how it looks to me, old habits sneak back in. You know, for um, and and everybody has their own old habits that sneak back in. I I tend to be the the angry guy. You know, I tend to be pissed off quite often when I'm in a low mood, and I tend to blame others for it. And um, yeah, I um I like anger for some for some apparent <laughs> reason. Yeah, it feels so, yeah, powerful in a way. Yeah, it yeah. does, and you know, it's a it's um it's a powerful energy, and um. You know, if you believe it's coming from an outside source, that it's mm. not a reflection of what shape thought takes for you in that moment, then you have a problem. Yeah. Then you have to fight someone or something, or you have to defend yourself against something. Or control um, life. Yeah, yeah, totally. And how it showed up for me is not like I, I, I got less angry. But I could see that the anger had nothing to do with my, with the person in front of me, mm. you know. So I wouldn't react um, as powerful as I as I did react in 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 the past when when something pissed me off, and uh, it would take me um, out of trouble. It would help me to uh, regain my bearings earlier. To you know, a few hours later say like, oh, thank God I, I, I didn't do anything stupid because I really felt offended by someone there. Mm. Even though being offended by someone is, is not a thing. It doesn't exist. So right. um, that, that's how it shows up to me, you know. It's, um, um, I don't run in the wrong direction as, as far and as fast as I, as I used to. That's amazing. You said being offended by someone doesn't exist. Yeah. I have to play the devil here, the advocate. <laughs> like with someone listening going like, what are you talking about? This guy totally offended me the other day. He <laughs> smacked my ass and uh, called me a bunny or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or like someone said something, quote unquote, quote, offending to me <laughs> yeah or even somebody said offending somebody doesn't exist i find that very offensive right 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 <laughs> so to elaborate well, please yeah i i mean the the trick is i think it's it's actually not that difficult to see through that trick 
because if I call you call you an idiot, mm-hmm. and I'll call you an idiot today and tomorrow and three days after and so on, depending on your state of mind, you'll react differently. Right. Or if I call ten different people uh, an idiot in, in in the same situation, ten different people have ten different reactions. Uh, you know, some some get super angry, some some laugh it off, mm. some are slightly offended and trying to to you know act like nothing happened, but you still see it did a little bit. Mm. But our experience of a circumstance is created from within. It's created from thought in the moment, and whichever form it takes, that's that's how we feel. That's, that's the reflection of, of our thinking. So um, it's not a, I'm not trying to, to uh, give a green card to, to, to people who, who like to be assholes. Um, right. I, I also think like there are, there are things in my point of view that, uh, that are not okay, you know. It's, right. It doesn't mean like um, go and, and offend people and do it for the sake of it. Um, it's all fine. I'm just saying... And actually, I see it as a as a very hopeful message to, especially our generation, who in some perverted way likes to be victims in in, yeah. in certain situations, that it gives you the power back if you understand it. Mm-hmm. That the moment you see how subjective every experience is, mm-hmm. and the black and white nature of that subjectiveness as well. Um, it doesn't make you victim of circumstance. It gives you the power to see like, well, whatever I'm feeling in whatever situation, it's, it's going to be, it's going to come from me. And um, it's got nothing to do with there. No other people who have control over how I feel. And um, if, if I look in the world, that's, that's one of the, um, the most, the biggest challenges for, for our generation. We we have we are afraid of being made feel bad, you know, and and that's that's why we not do things. That's why we play small. That's why we you know uh, yeah it's it's okay. I'm, I'm I, we call it humbleness or humility, but actually oh. it's it's fear. Dude, this is so Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm half joking, but when you say that, I had this. I'm having these insights when you talk, and it's like you're so right. You're so right. The black and whiteness of the our experience, where it's created from. I so many times I am buying into the illusion of life, the idea that something out there. Anything out there, really? It could be my my goal and my my uh, my 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 future plans of taking this van and driving around the world with Tess. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you more about it, but uh, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. You know, I'm putting so much energy into it, and so much. Uh, <clears throat> I'm investing so much in it. Yeah, my energy, <laughs> my time, my money. You know my relationships, and it's just if something in that plan doesn't go according to plan, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden I could very easily get, um, uh, if I'm not seeing it clearly, get tipped off the, and 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 believe that it's the end of the world. And funny thing is, when when it looks like it's the end of the world, I'm 
I'm being offended, I'm a victim, I'm angry, and it all just piles up in this kind of uh, junkyard of just mixed, unpleasurable, contracting feeling that I need something, this idea mm-hmm. that, I, that I'm, that I, I need to fix something. I need to control this. I need to get the money or, you know, uh, change that thing or uh, think differently or <laughs> somehow do something, you know, finish this project and then I can relax or mm-hmm. stuff like that is so sneaky it's it it's kind of sneaky it's almost like it's under the rug it's kind of uh very very obvious but at the same time so sneaky because it's obvious in the sense that you're feeling shitty so Mm. just that in itself uh if you're conscious and if you have if you if you understand where your experience comes from then that should be enough you know then you know if if you're deepening your understanding of this, then more likely you'll see it faster, I guess. And, and, and not necessarily pop out of it because that doesn't happen every time, but at least not continue to beat yourself in the face. But if you don't see it, beating yourself in the face makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's just like, what if I beat myself on the left side and then I, okay, that doesn't <laughs> work. What if I beat myself on the right hand side? It's just a yeah. constant, you're on the, on the, on the, on the, on the mill running and not understanding that you can just, you're not getting anywhere. You don't yeah. have to run that thing. Yeah. Amazing. And you know, you're, you're in very good company here because um, wh- when I started listening to your podcast, it, I had the idea that there, that there was a way to figure it all out. Mm. You know, if, if you get grounded enough or have a deep understanding enough, you won't feel shit anymore. Yeah. And 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 that's that's not true. No. This this getting caught up what what you just described is is happening to all of us on a daily basis. Yeah. Even the people who know about this understanding and you know who um, have um, some great results as a, as a result from that. Mm. But it's not about getting rid of uncomfortable feelings. It's about understanding where they're coming from. And, and that's the difference. You know, there is no problem with feeling like shit. Mm. The, the problem starts when we believe it has to do something with this, you know, what, yeah. whatever that is. That's the problem. So we are afraid of something we don't actually have to be afraid of. We're afraid of feelings, or especially bad feelings. Even though there is no problem with feeling bad or feeling confused or not, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. You know, that's, that's not a problem. The problem is always we think that we have to know. We think that we have to control it. Mm-hmm. Or I should be in a better place. If I look at my, the people around me, they are doing it so much better than I do. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where we can get, get lost. So, real talk. You're amazing, Al. You really, <laughs> yeah, man. It's a, it's insightful, insightful conversation. I think a lot of people listening are finding this very valuable. I know I do. Thanks.
So uh, let me add one more thing because I thought about it earlier when, when, when you were talking. Um, and one of the coolest metaphors that I found about navigating life is like sailing. Mm. You know, um, there, is a, there is a formless energy called wind that is at the, at the root of all sailing. You know, if it wasn't for the wind, the whole, the whole thing wouldn't work. Mm. So um, what we are doing is we are aligning ourselves with this formless energy called wind. We're, we're not in charge of how, how often it blows and how strong it blows and in which direction it blows in. All we do is like we acknowledge that it exists and we find a way to, uh, to, to align ourselves with it because we are, we are part of that deeper intelligence that is called life or that, that in the three principles community is called the um, universal mind. Mm. You know, that there, is a, there is a force at play here that is invisible You know, like you, you can't see wind, you know, you, you feel the implications, but it's not really, really a thing. Um, but the more you get eyes for it, the more you learn how to channel it and to use it and to be a part of it mm. rather than either blaming yourself that the wind isn't blowing or even blowing your own sail, you know, like, <laughs> right, 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 like, right. like thinking I'm <laughs> the one who has to do it. Mm. Um, that takes a lot of people mind and that's the, that's where excellence in sailing comes from, mm. you know, understanding that there are things that I can control and understanding that there are things that I have no control over mm. and the wind, that, that energy, that, that feeling of empowerment and aliveness in us. Well, sometimes it's there and sometimes it isn't there. Right. Yeah, that's the tricky, that's the <laughs> thing cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't rush it. You can't, when you're on a sailboat using the wind, you can't rush it more than however you can use the current wind. Yeah. Right. That's an amazing metaphor. Wow. That's really how life is. Like it feels like there's energy that comes and goes, and you you're either understanding it or misunderstanding it. You're either capitalizing on it or you're struggling against it. Yeah, right. And and that's what came to my mind when when you were talking about uh, about your project with with Tesla, which I want to hear more about in a second. It's just like you know if you can just align yourself with the wind. Mm. That's all you can do. You cannot make it blow harder or stronger or in that direction. Mm. You know, that's, that's not up to you. And the more you see that that's not up to you. Well, I don't know about you, but, but I feel like, Oh, thank God. It's not up to me. Mm. Thank God. I'm not, not controlling the universe. Mm. And, and that lets me actually focus on the things that I can actually have an influence on. Mm. And that makes me much more effective in, in the process. Totes, totally, totally. I've, yeah, I've been trying to control the universe. <laughs> 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 I've been trying to at least figure it out in yeah. order to hopefully be able to control it better. <laughs> 
I've been, yeah, I've been trying to figure it out. Like I have so many thoughts, uh, obviously in my head, like everyone else. And some of them are scary and especially those who are scary, um, are, are the ones that I can get caught up in trying to figure out why am I thinking like this? Am I, should I be ashamed? Am I a bad person? Okay. No, probably not. Okay. Or, or sometimes I go deep into that black hole and then I'm, I'm, I'm super depressed and other times it's like uh, I see beyond it and then I kind of, I can, even we talked about anger earlier and mm. I've been able lately to channel my anger into talent mm. and that's huge. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> that's, that's, that's life changing right there because we have like, I, I'm I'm the type of dude that, I, what's it called, uh, jacks of all trade but master of none. I have a lot of stuff in my life that I feel that I'm good on, but I I also feel like I'm, um, I, I envy people who have mastered mm. one skill you know, or are mastering one skill. But it, you know, it's just a point of view, I guess. Yeah, but um, it surely is. But but I can assure you, I I feel similar. Yeah. It's not so much with on the envy side, but definitely on the, um, yeah, I can do lots of things decently, but I'm yeah. not a, not a champion in anything. Yeah. Right. Welcome to the club. Thank <clears> you. <throat> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I've been having insights around that thing, uh, lately. And that is that, uh, I don't need like, yeah, uh, apparently it ended up in, realizing that I can channel my anger into talent. And it, it's, I guess it's just my way of seeing energy of um, yeah. new skill and, and having fun doing it. But it's just like that energy that I've been struggling with for so many years called anger, that that energy, that whatever box I can, you or anyone listening would put their type of <clears throat> into, that that energy is what has me do the best moves on the dance floor or hit the best notes when I'm singing or uh, even, yeah, um, that is, there's, there's, yeah, I think we have, and then I kind of seeing like, oh, I'm kind of understanding like why I've had this anger in me. It's like almost like the color red, like really, really bright red color. I have misunderstood that color for fire and danger when it always actually represented love, but very strong, passionate love. <laughs> so it's kind of like just seeing my thoughts in a in a more observing mode or seeing them broader and more innocent in a way i can choose my own meaning of them and all mm -hmm. of a sudden i can i can i can use it instead of being used by it i guess yeah yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense to me um when you said like using the the energy for being creative or for 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 making shit happen mm -hmm. um i just I just uh, want to uh, point out that um, 
we're talking about the energy behind anger. Right. Because anger is already an interpretation. Like that's what it is. In the end, it's just energy. We just feel something, you know, we feel an impulse and then our, our head kicks in and says like, oh, that's because of this and I have to do this now. So right. because I, I'm, I'm pointing it out because um, I've, I've had a face and I know also a couple of people who think or used to think that, you know, as long as there's enough um, anger in the engine, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. Oh yeah, you know, then that becomes the new yeah right. I, so so I have to angry is is great because that's my fuel, and you you end up uh, you know being angry a lot of time or even yeah. angry why you're not really angry or yeah. why it's not working. Right, right, uh, right. So uh, oh, that's yeah, that that's so yeah, yeah, yeah. Good catch, good catch. Yeah. So so use the energy behind it. Use the energy source that every Uh, emotion that we know and have names for is made of mm. and if it's anger for you well use your anger mm. if it's excitement for you use your excitement mm. if it's grief for you use your grief mm. but but don't get hung up on that it's it, this particular form of energy is needed in mm. order for you mm. because what is at the at the bottom of it it's just energy <sighs> Good catch. You're amazing, man. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Talk to me about grounding. How your, how have your understanding been deepening throughout the last couple of years? And how has that showed up in your life on the on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question. And the reason for that is that I found out that transformation works so differently to compared to what I thought it would work. You know, for, for me, it was like, um, I change if I change something. If I'm, if I'm applying a new behavior or uh, acting differently or make myself, you know, and, and, and create a habit which I can... Uh, rely on and, and this is what's 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 driving the change mm -hmm. um, whereas in fact um, change comes from inside mm -hmm. you know you, you, you're going through a world and each and every one of us has an interpretation of that world so you know this is my parents and they, they are like this these are my friends and they are like this this is me and i like these things and i don't like these things and i'm good at this and bad at that so that's that's just the the, the stories that we we have in our heads um and every now and then we see through that illusion and we realize something mm -hmm. about us about people 
about the world that, um, you know, um, updates our image in our head of the thing. So, so we learn about life in a way um, uh, that has us uh, think differently. You know, we, we get an update. It's like, like driving uh, with an old map on, the, on your sat nav. Mm. For example, between, between where I live and my hometown, they, they built a new motorway. And it's just only a few years old, and my, my sat nav in the car doesn't, do, just doesn't have the, the updated map material. Right. So at some point, it looks like you're driving through, through a field, you know, because there was nothing when, the, when they created that map. Yeah. So, so, and, and that's, that's with us, you know, we, we, we come across something, we, we create a map in our heads because that's what we do. And then uh, every time we relate to that thing, we're relating to the map in our heads rather than the unknown. Right. Right. And, and each and every now and then we, we, we get a glimpse of the unknown or we see like, oh, it's actually different here than compared to what I thought it was. And in my case, it's been often the realization that, I, that it looked to me like my feelings were coming from, from people or circumstances. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh my God, it's just me. You know, it's coming from me. It's just thought. It's, it's, it's okay. It's fine. Nothing wrong with that. And the more you realize it, the more... Uh, you look back at certain situations or you look back at, at things that have happened to you in the past few months and you're going like, oh, interesting, look what, what, what came up here. I used to be afraid of this kind of thing and now hmm, I, I wasn't afraid and I took a step further and this is what came from it. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm realizing change. You know, I'm, I'm looking back at what's uh what has happened and how i behaved and and suddenly i'm surprised by my own by my own behavior so um i never know what it is and how it shows up but i've i've learned enough to know that it works Mm. that if i just get eyes for how we work on a fundamental level and how this gets in conflict with my map of the world and how much I'm, be, I, I'm willing to be wrong about the world. Mm. You know, just open to the possibility that my maps in my head aren't, aren't the most updated <laughs> ones. You know? <laughs> right. Oh, wow. That's huge. That one's huge. And even, even others' maps of the world, like established institutions and religions, you know, <laughs> that's been mm. around for hundreds or, or thousands of years also yeah. be opening to to yeah to to the possibility that um, that they're raw no, yeah that they're pointing but also having to use words like us <laughs> to describe something that we yeah essentially cannot touch i guess or yeah. are always touching at the same time yeah and there's no problem with with the maps in our head it's actually very, very useful. Mm. But understanding what they are good for and understanding for what not mm. make, makes, makes things so much easier in my experience. 
I don't sense know who said it, but right. yeah. but somebody said uh, thought is a is a good servant but a bad master. Thought is a good servant but a bad master. Huh? Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like it very much, because that's what we do, right? We 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 make thought our master, and everything that pops in our mm -hmm. head is like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. It's like whatever our map says, however outdated it is. Oh my! It's like, God. oh, that's that's what we're going for. Yeah, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one was huge. Oh, my God. There's so many times I've been listening to the thoughts in my, the voices in my head. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm thinking that, oh, this voice is telling me this. What does that mean? I have to engage and figure out what that means in order to something because it, I, I could hear the voice clearly, kind of. <laughs> I don't know about other people, but I, I have voices in my head, not necessarily voices that I can hear like like we're talking right now and I'm hearing you on my headphones like this. Mm -hmm. They're there. Like there's 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 lyrics, there's raps, there's sentences, there's concepts, there's uh, logos, there's uh, words that are popping up, there are ideas about how, you know, yeah, about everything and anything. And That, that saying that thought is a great servant but a bad master <sighs> that really resonated yeah yeah and you can really use these uh, hundreds of little servants each day that come in your head and, and bring you something you know, so, oh, let's look what's there mm. and um, sometimes they deliver the, the biggest bullshit that they can deliver and sometimes there's good stuff in it mm. and uh Yeah, for for me, um, understanding the inside-out nature of life was um, a very good um, helper to, you know, seeing servants as what they are mm. and and being more selective about what uh, what I want to go with. Right. Yeah. But you can. Yeah. Exactly. Then you can be selective about what you want to go with. That's you're taking. Uh, not. Yeah. You. you You're given the power back, I guess, yes. of yes. life. Uh, <clears throat> I think a lot of people uh, feel powerless when it comes to the voices in their head and the thoughts that they have, that they are constantly, I guess, um, tolerating uh, uh, some of the thoughts they're having as reality. Yeah, and then they walk around life tolerating, and then they, you know, ten, twenty, thirty years go by, and they have been doing stuff in their life that they haven't even chosen themselves. They just listen to their thoughts, and they they think that they have to do a certain thing in order to feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bit like confusing <clears throat> the set nav in your car with the radio. <laughs> it's like, well, the set nav knows where to go if you let it. But, um, of course, you can believe the radio, which is playing all the time. And, you know, sometimes they're just playing shit on the radio. Yeah. And if you go like, well, I can't go there if because the radio isn't playing the stuff that I like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it makes things harder. 
Yeah. But but what what comes first, what always has to come first, is the realization that it's just the radio. Mm. Mm -hmm. Preach. That's a, that. It's always the realization. It's kind of like always seeing the bigger picture. Mm. Well, and if you don't see the bigger picture... Um, you know, the outcome is the same. It's not a problem. You just might think it is. You, know? mm. you, you, you suffer more. That's, that's, that's the thing. If mm. you want to suffer less, well, yeah, sorry about that. Not, not happen this time because you're somehow not seeing it. Like, like each and every one of us is some, sometimes not, not seeing. Mm. But, but again, also the suffering is not coming from the stuff that you're not seeing, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's just a reflection of what's going in your head and you come out on the other side of it. And, uh, well, then you suffered more than mm -hmm. if you had a big insight about everything and, you know, things, things would have been easier. Well, big deal. It's just suffering. Mm. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk more about that suffering no big deal it's only suffering what do you mean with that well I think <clears throat> I think I mentioned it earlier that there's no there's no problem with feeling bad mm. the, the, the problem is we believe it's coming from an outside source right so when we talk about suffering, um, there's no problem with suffering. Even though it's not nice, nobody thinks suffering is nice. Maybe some, some sadomaso people or something. But, you know, usually it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel um, nice, right? We, mm. we, we choose happiness over suffering. That's, that's, uh, that's for sure. Yeah. But... You know, we really struggle and we really make things so much harder for ourselves. Innocently is when we believe this suffering has a cause that is something different than thought in the moment. So, and, and the, the more you understand it, the more it's okay to suffer. Mm. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's always our resistance to that and our interpretation that says, um, I don't want to be angry. I want to be excited. Mm. Or I don't want to be sad. I want to be motivated. One is better than the other. And I somehow have to make that happen. Right? What, what am I doing wrong that it's not like this? Mm. And that's the, that's the story that makes suffering into something much worse than it actually is. Amazing. Jan, this has been an amazing conversation. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that I've uh, <clears throat> been able to give you the opportunity to, to, to share and express yourself. Yeah, thank you. Very much appreciated. Likewise. Um, if there's anything you want to 
tell the listener about where they can reach you or if you have any famous last words, <laughs> then this will be it. Well, they can reach me on my website. It's called janbuk.com. Maybe, maybe you can also link it in the, in, I will. the uh, in the description so um, I don't have to spell it out for everyone. Yep. Um, and um, if I can recommend them one thing, it's the, it's the new Paradigm podcast by, by Morten Harker. Thank that's, you. Uh, that's a really good, good source to, you know, getting, <laughs> getting more of what you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. All right. Thank you again. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Cool. Thank you. Cheers. This was the Paradigm Shift podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on your Facebook. If not, then please don't. <laughs> <laughs>